Blog Talk Radio. Say it. 
It only matters what you do Beloved, it's universal And know that, know that someone's loving you No matter how you say it It only matters what you do Each day, please take the time Tell someone that I love you position in front of the heart just relax take one more big inhale and exhale love into your palms directly into your heart good stuff good stuff good stuff now just relax no need to be all jittery and let your hands just come down with your fingers connected together and just fall in your lap for a second. And just chill. Just release everything that you had going on today. All the anxiety, all the pressure, just let it go for a second. See, one of the things that you need in your flight plan to consciousness is the ability 
to chill out, the ability to release, the ability to breathe slow and deeply. Excuse me. That ability will take you so far on your own personal journey of evolution. More than any books you can read, more than all of the rituals you can perform, just breathing slow. Breathing is the most important aspect of our lives every day. Yet it is so overlooked that we take advantage of it or take it for granted and we end up having a poor breathing diet. When we talk about diet, a lot of people think about food or things that we hear or listen to or things that we watch or we expose ourselves to. But we didn't know that we had a <clears throat> a breath diet. So in your day as you move forward and through this broadcast tonight, through this workshop, I want you to keep that same breathing pattern of breathing in through the nose, out through the mouth if it gets too intense. If you can breathe in through the nose slowly and out through the nose slowly, then that's cool. All right. Now, what are you going to need to get the most out of this broadcast tonight? What you're going to need to get the most out of this broadcast tonight is a notebook, at least three pieces of paper. You probably need more than that. You're going to need something to write with. If you have different colors, that's great. And if you have some tiny stick-em pads, the little post-it notes, that will be, like, lovely. My name is Coach Kair, and I've been probably coaching people since I was 18 years old. Professionally, I've been coaching since 2008. And I've been on the spiritual path a really long time. I think I recognize that I was on the spiritual path. Some people say, when did I wake up? Or how did it get started for me? There's a lot of different answers, but I remember my mother and father were fighting when I was young, about nine years old. And I was on my knees and I was praying to God and I said, God, I said, God, I'm never going to beg anybody for anything. I'm never going to put my hands on a woman and I'm never going to live my life like this. I said, that's my promise. And I was there on my knees crying. I came up in the Christian church. My parents never talked about consciousness or spirituality or meditation. Talked a lot about Jesus and the Bible and things like that. And as I grew older, I got to notice different things in my life. I I had a pretty good memory of the things in my life and what I wanted different than what my parents had or what my parents showed me. Then one day, a friend of 
friend of mine showed me a book. And we were in the crack house selling crack. And we were reading a book. And this book said, the sun is 93 million miles away from planet Earth. And the Earth weighs 66, 6 trillion tons. And they started talking about the speed of thought, the speed of sound, the speed of light. <clears throat> and my friend was a really good athlete in school, but he wasn't really good in his grades. And I said, what is this joker doing reading this book? But at this time, I think I was about 21. We've been, me and him had already been together <clears throat> about 13 years. We met when we were about eight, nine years old. And he said, what if our fathers would have taught this to us when we were 12 years old? I was like, wow. Like, as I think back to that, like over 20 years ago, that one statement, what if my parents would have taught me this when I was 12 years old, my fathers? My fathers would have taught it and enforced it. What if my mother would have taught it and my father would have enforced it? Because the mother's more the teacher in the household, naturally sometimes, and the father's a natural enforcer. <clears throat> because you know you can just look at him and tell he's got violence in him, whether he's beating your butt or whatever. Not saying that your mother wouldn't spank you. But what if? And that moment, I remember when I was nine years old on my knees, my parents were there fighting, and I said, I need this to become a better father, to become a better husband. So when I have children, I'll be able to share this information. <clears throat> and my child won't be in the crack house. My child won't even choose to be in this, predict in, in this particular place. And I think that's where it started. And the reading, I became voracious in reading books. And that was a level. And then another level was <clears throat> when I found my first teacher. And then when that teacher had taught me as much as they could, I found my next teacher. In life, you have situations that will teach you. And you can call those teachers as well. You can call a bad relationship and be like, wow, she taught me a lot. But I'm talking about teacher is designed and built and taught to teach. They know how to give the lesson. And I couldn't have done it without teachers, without coaches. I have some natural ability, but they never would have been refined if I wouldn't have had a teacher or a coach. And I feel that that's a necessity in this flight plan we're about to draw out. <clears throat> Why do I call it a flight plan? And what does a flight plan have to do with be conscious? People who desire to be conscious are looking for something. They're looking to evolve their spirit. They say, I've found some holes in this religion. I found some lies in it and it just don't sit right with me. And I want something else. People who 
say I'm new on this path and I just woke up to this information sleep. They see some things on the internet, things that they hear from friends, and they may misconstrue that as consciousness. Well, tonight I want to give you a ideal from my perspective of consciousness and also a plan whether you are considering consciousness just getting started or have been conscious for a year or for 10 years or for 20 years i think everybody can gain from this particular lesson tonight so please grab your paper grab your pen if you're on your cell phone, I appreciate you. If you listen on the computer, there's a chat room that you can come in and talk on, and you can type me questions in there. The call-in number is 607-203-5303, 607-203-5303. My name's Coach Kyer. My website is coachkyer.com, K-H-A-Y-R.com. I'm on Instagram, I'm on Twitter, I'm on Periscope. You can find me a lot of places. But tonight I want you to zoom in and tune in right here and pay close attention. And if you want to ask a question, just press 1 if you're on the line or if you want to add to the conversation at all, any. Please just just add, just, just press 1. I want to thank who's already on the line. I see some Detroit I see some Georgia, I see some Miami, I see some Louisiana, I see some D.C., some South Carolina, some California. Uh, I know I got some listeners in from uh, Toronto. Definitely appreciate you. Um, Heal Mobile, I see you over in the chat room. <clears throat> and I want to thank everyone who's listening on the replay, the download. And I encourage everyone to download and please subscribe to the channel. So you'll be able to catch this new wave, this next wave of blog talks and podcasts and information that I'm going to be sharing. On the piece of paper, I want you to turn it sideways, the first piece of paper. And I want you to, <clears throat> excuse me, take this piece of paper and I want you to draw a box on it like a from corner to corner and just leave enough room at the top that you can write your name and flight plan. So if this was my piece of paper, I would write Kyrie's flight plan across the top in big letters. And then I would draw one big box from corner to corner all the way on this page, turned diagonally and sideways. <clears throat> now I want you to draw a, horizontal line that line is you're going to divide this by this big box from the two box you're going to draw a line from nine o'clock to three o'clock or from three o'clock to nine o'clock going sideways all right now take your pen and put it in the middle of the line that you just drew the, the line that divides you have a box on top, a long box on top, and a long box on and a long box on the bottom. Take your pen and put it directly in the middle of that line and draw straight up to the top of the page. So now you have three boxes. 
You have one box in the top left, one box in the top right, <clears throat> and then you have one long box down on the bottom. I want you to come to the middle. So now that line, I want you to divide the box up on the bottom into three boxes. So you're going to draw two horizontal lines in that bottom box. I'm sorry, two vertical lines, excuse me, two vertical lines. So the box will have two boxes on the top and three boxes on the bottom. We need five boxes inside this big box. Two boxes up top, three boxes on the bottom. And at the top, it says your name and flight plan, flight paint, flight. Okay. A pilot, when he leaves the ground, they always have a flight plan telling the tower where they're going. <clears throat> what time we're taking off, what time we're leaving, what path I'm going. That's what they do. Now, during the plan, during the flight, they may make some adjustments. They normally do. They hit a patch of rough air or something like that. They make adjustments. They may get a message from the tower to switch routes, or they may see some a storm above, um, up, up ahead, and they either got to go up over it or around it or something like that. So in this flight plan, it's very similar, but we're going to reverse engineer it. Okay, and I want you to think that this is your consciousness. This is your plan for your consciousness. And around the outside of the box, I want you to just to write the word fountains all around the box. Surround this box. Outside of this, all five circles, the big circle, try to write the word fountains really small all around the box. Fountains, 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 fountains. That's going to be a treat for those who do their homework when you finish this. So if you're just listening for entertainment, <laughs> you might miss something. So write fountains, 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 fountains all around this. Now, the plane cruising altitude is 30,000 feet, 30,000, 35,000 feet, and that above the clouds. We're going to call that an enlightened state. So in this top left-hand box, I want you to write 30,000 feet. I want you to write 30,000 feet. And then I want you to write slash three years. Write three years slash vision. And then underline it. In this box, I want you to use your imagination and write, where will you be in three years? How much meditation will you be doing? Five minutes a day, 10 minutes a day, 15, 20? As a result of you being conscious and more active in your spiritual practices, three years from now, March the 3rd or March the 4th, whatever day, it's March the 3rd, 2019. What type of home will you be staying in? See, and in your consciousness, it's your visualization. So you can write down a 200000 or a half a million dollar home. 
What kind of car will you be driving? What kind of relationship will you be in? Because consciousness affects every aspect of that. How many trips will you be making in a year? What kind of vacation? Where will you go on vacation in three years compared to right now? What type of salary will you be making if you're still working for someone or if you're working for yourself? I'm talking about go on out there three years from now. Three years from now. What type of tools will you have? What type of spiritual tools will you have? What will your altar look like? What occult practices will you be fairly proficient in? I'm not going to say master because in three years, you're not gonna master you're not gonna master an occult practice in three years. But what will you be proficient in in three years? Will it be astrology? Will it be tarot cards? Will it be runes? Will it be angel cards? Will it be your psychic powers? Telekinesis? What will it be? What type of relationship will you be in? What type of school will your children be attending if you have children? How much money will you have saved? That's right. A lot of times people talk about consciousness and want to talk about money. What part of the country will you be staying in? What color is the car you're driving? These are the things I want you to write in 30,000 feet. Now, in the top right-hand box, I want you to write... Slash... 12 months slash yearly, year, yearly goal, yearly goals. This is 20,000 feet, and then I want you to underline it. <clears throat> see, this process is called reverse engineering your flight plan. So you see where you want to be in three years. You can be there. Now, where do you need to be 12 months from now? March the 3rd, 2017. What spiritual practices will you be involved in? How long will you be meditating per day? What does your altar look like? What type of tools do you have or use? What type of occult practices are you more proficient in one year from now than you are today? What type of workshops have you attended? You started studying astrology. Can you read your own chart? What are your children doing differently one year from now? Are you staying in a house, an apartment? Are you driving the same car? Are you making more money? How much money are you making? What's your what's your yearly salary 12 months from now? What type of relationship are you in? Are you dating? Have you went on an anniversary trip with your partner? Are you single? Have you separated from somebody who's not good for you? What are you doing 12 months from now? Write it down. yourself. And if this is challenging for you, then 
you're learning a lot about yourself right now. This is the path of consciousness. Where do you want to be versus just jumping on the path, jumping into something? Who's your teacher? Who do you, who do you, who, who's hot to you now that you want to study with? And in 12 months, you're studying with that teacher. It's a lot of good teachers out there. A lot of not so good teachers out there. There's <laughs> a lot of YouTube phonies out there. It's a lot of YouTube gurus. It's a lot of genuine masters, too. I don't know about a lot of genuine masters, so let me retract that. But the teacher should fit where you where you are. Now let's go down to the bottom left-hand box. Let's start on this bottom row here. I want you to write 10,000 feet. And then I want you to write slash... 90 days slash projects. 90 days from now, which will be March, April, May, June, June the 3rd, 2016, what projects need to be completed? I want you to write down three to four projects that need to be completed to let you know you are in line with that 12-month yearly goal, which is in line with your three-year vision. What three to four projects? See, if you get three or four projects done every 90 days, whew, boy, it's massive. Because you hear a lot of people saying, oh, this is my year. This is my year. Oh, man, this is my year. They say it every year. The first box at the top is 30,000 feet. Three years, one vision. I mean, three years, vision. 30,000 feet slash three years slash vision. The box top right-hand corner is 20,000 feet slash 12 months slash yearly goals. The bottom left is 10,000 feet slash projects. How much money, how much more money are you making in 90 days? Do you have more money saved? What are you studying? What have you appreciated? What's done that took you 90 days to get done? You in the same relationship? What about your meditation? I'm going to continue asking about your meditation at every level. What about exercise? Do you need to exercise? Are you walking, running, taking yoga? What's happening? Did you need to get a consultation? Did you need to get a reading? Did you get a coach in the next 90 days? Did you find a teacher in, in the next 90 days? This one's a short, right? Now, in this middle box, I want you to write down 5,000 feet. Twenty-eight days, because that's a moon cycle. Two month 
monthly goals. Two monthly goals. Underline it. I want you to write the number one personal slash internal. And then I want you to write two. Then write business. slash financial slash external. Now you only get two things right here. Now you see what where you're going to be in three years, where you want to be in 12 months, where you be in 90 days. Where do you want to be at the end of March, beginning of April? What one thing do you need personally or internally on a spiritual level or your relationship level on your physical fitness level, what one thing do you need up on the personal right now? And I want you to write down, I'm so happy and grateful that, dot, dot, dot. Happy and grateful that, dot, dot, dot. I learned to paint. I paint, I sold three paintings. I took my friend on a date. I lost 20 pounds. I started meditating, and I'm meditating five minutes a day every day. I'm reading three pages a day from this book I want to finish. I'm so happy and grateful, dot, dot, dot. Then under business, I want you to write down a business, financial, or external. This is an external goal. What's the one thing? Externally, that you need right now in 28 days. Don't ask for a million dollars. That's not the next natural step. Stick with stick with the script. Don't ask for 2,000 acres of land if you don't have a thousand acres already. What do you need externally in your life? I'm going to give you, such, give you just a second to think about that for a second. And as a matter of fact, I want you to go over this whole thing for a second and just look at it, make some corrections. And I'm going to play just a little bit of music for you. Just so... So we can just relax. I want you just to take your focus off of this for us. You know, not just my voice, but just look at this list for a second. Oh, wait a minute. We still got one more box, don't we? Yeah, we got one more box. In this last bottom right-hand corner, I want you to write down runway. Runway slash this week. Slash actions. Runway slash this week slash actions. And then underline that. And then I want to write one, two, three down the side. What are three things you need to do in the next seven days that's going to move you towards your two monthly goals? 
that when you complete them will move you toward your three 90-day projects, that when you complete those, they will move you toward your 12-month yearly goals that will move you toward your three-year vision. What are three things you need to do in the next seven days? And I want you to take a sticky and put the sticky down. As a matter of fact, take the sticky, if you have it, and put, it, put, the, put the post-it note, the post-it square in this box. And if you have two different colors, I use green and yellow. So green, my first one, I'm going to put the one, two, three on there. That's called my Monday check-in, even though today is Thursday. Just to say you check in on Monday. And I put Monday check-in on this piece of paper. Then I put down three things I need to do. One, two, three. And then on Friday, or at the end of the week, I'm going to write down three things I did that week. I'm going to check in. That other piece of the other paper is going to call, be called the Friday check-in. So it's Monday's action, Friday check-in. Now look at your list. Did you mean to redraw it or anything like that? Take your time. We'll take it away a little bit, a little bit of music. I just want you just to relax for a second and just look at you, just look at what you've done. And congratulations. I'm proud of you.
Twin Spirit, twinspirit.com. This super, super duper powerful voice. Uh, you can catch her over at, you can type in Twins Live from Paris on YouTube. He loves me. Jill Scott cover. Um, how y'all doing? I'm glad everybody's still hanging with me tonight. And I'd like to hear some feedback. If you'd like to talk about what you discovered in, in this exercise, press one if you care to share. I want to also do some coaching tonight with some people um, as I add on to this. So there's another, I want to go back over this for a second. But if you'd like to have a question about anything that you wrote down or the strategy in this, or you'd like to share something that you wrote about it or you want clear about it, I'd like for you to press one. At any point that you have a question about this map or about any other things that you'd like to ask while I'm on the line, the call-in number is 607-203-5303. All you have to do is press one, all right? Now, the reason I put this at a three-year flight plan is because some people, even myself, when I came into the quote-unquote conscious community, which, by the way, is colorless. A real conscious community is colorless. Right. It's not black. It's not white. It's colorless. Because when you become conscious, you're making a decision to stop suffering. And you start to, and you realize that no one's a villain and you are not a victim. You are waking up to your potential, to what you can actually achieve. And what you just wrote down in this map is something that is inside of you that you want to come out, that is important to you. And the reason I am giving this map tonight and teaching this flight plan is because when we don't know where we're going, we just end up anywhere. We just end up anywhere. I want you to write down three words on a separate sheet of paper. I want you to write down accept, expect, outcome. Accept, A-C-C-E-P-T. Next word, expect, E-X-P-E-C-T. Next word, outcome. When you look at most people's outcomes, especially if a person is suffering or they are not experiencing the things in life they want and they're talking about them, what I call whining and complaining or pointing the finger. That's their outcome in life. If I look at a billionaire, that's his outcome in life. If I look at someone who just got signed to a major record label deal or produced a television program or got married, that's an outcome. That outcome came from that person's expectations came from that person's expectations. So if you expect sorrow, that'll be the outcome. If you expect to win, that'll be the outcome. But before you can expect something, you must accept it about yourself first. The other night I was on a program and I said that Poverty was one of the number one diseases, was the number one disease 
and people spring all over the world, black people, Chinese people, white people, whatever. Being that I'm brown, melanated, raised up black, it's not that I don't hear Chinese people complaining. Well, I hear um, Jewish people complaining. It's relevant. It's very relevant. But it was, it was a lot of talk about the slavery and yada, yada, yada. But it's still poverty. But then you can go get a book called Why Should White Guys Have All the Fun? By Reginald Lewis. And he was one of the, he he was a black billionaire. Mean. Mean, mean. Not not mean as in a nasty, but just how he how he went about doing his business to become a billionaire. And he never wrote any he never wrote like how he was victimized. He had a lot of personal trauma in his personal life coming from his mother and father. But he went and accepted the value in himself. He accepted what was possible. He accepted that he could win. See, when you accept in your consciousness and your subconsciousness and in your unconsciousness that you are a victim or that you can't do something or that you can't figure it out or what would I do with that, and it's filled with a lot of chaos and a lot of suffering, that's what you begin to expect. And normally that's the outcome. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. But when you accept about yourself that you are powerful beyond measure, that God gave you everything that you needed, and that all you need to do is link back into that God source in you, find you the right team, optimize your environment, maximize on your philosophy, upgrade your skills, and and strategize and get clarity. Once you realize that and accept those things about yourself, those things become your expectations. What you wrote down, you couldn't, somebody wrote this down and was super serious about it. And somebody wrote this down and they were like, I'm going to write the exercise, but they didn't, they didn't put everything into it. The more you put into this and the more you accept it, the more it's going to come out. There's going to be more of your self-fulfilling prophecy. This is your Bible. This is your first three chapters in your Bible. What if you did this every year? What if once a year you sat down and did this every year? You'd be, you would reach your three-year goals before three years. You probably would reach your 90-day goals before 90 days. I always write these on dry erase boards around my house so I can come back in and edit them. I want to come back in and edit. I never go down, though. Nope, I never go down. In three years, on my vision, at the very top, it says $2 million in cash. I definitely won't have that coming down to $1 million. That will stay at $2 million. I have a publishing company. I have my first film will be completed. My online school will be fully operational, functional, and full of students. One Village Academy. I'm not taking any of that down. And it really doesn't matter about the how. When we worry so much about the how, we start to doubt ourselves. The how is in the actions that you take right now. The how is in who you 
align yourself with? What 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 are your next one, two, and three steps? That's how the how will make itself apparent to you. Now, I want to write down, I want you to write down um, under that one through eight. One through eight, I'm going to give you a system right now. One through eight of organization. Number one, I want you to write down planning. Number two, I want you to write down planting. Number three, I want you to write down clearing. Number four, I want you to write down gathering. Number five, I want you to write down seeing, S-E-E-I-N-G. Number six, I want you to write down leading, like leading an army. Seven, I want you to write down doing, D-O-I-N-G. And number eight, I want you to write down using or celebrating. Plan, two is plant, three is clear. 4C, I'm sorry, 4 is gather, 5 is C, 6 is lead, 7 is do, 8 is use or celebrate. If you're in the chat room, online, if you could press 1 to let me know that you got that, I would appreciate it. These are the phases the moon goes through. These are the phases the sun goes through. These are the through your daily life. At 6 p.m. in the afternoon, the planning phase starts. This is when you're organizing the next day. 9 p.m. is when the planting phase starts. This is a natural vibration that billionaires use. This is, your, this is a daily flight plan. 12 midnight is a clearing phase of the day. Each of these phases lasts three hours. 3 a.m. is the gathering phase. Gathering is after you clear, the universe can't stand the void, so it's going to bring the raw materials to you necessary. That's why you always wake up out of a dream in the morning, because that raw information is coming to you from 3 to 6. 6 a.m. in the morning is the seeing phase. This is when I wake up and see, oh, wow, I made a plan yesterday. I meditated on it. That's what the planting phase is. I plant into my subconscious. Beside planting, I want you to write movie meditation or meditation and movie or reading or manual. Six AM is the seeing phase. You can see what's about to happen. It's so clear in front of you. The Marines used to say, What? We do more before nine AM we do more before nine AM than most people do all day. Cause they already planned it the day before. Nine AM is the leading phase. This is where you are your admin. You jump on the phone, you start calling people, you start making moves. Start the day going. This is when a little physical activity is coming into play. This is when billionaires go to work. They go to work at 9 o'clock. And at 12 noon is the doing phase. The sun is the closest to the earth. And this is when, this is when the most energy is available at 12 noon. 
the doing phase. This is when you're full of energy. It's time to get things done. In the Westerns, they always said, meet me at high noon for a gunfight to settle something. There's nothing but 100% getting it done. This is the biggest deposit of energy from you during the day from 12 to 3. And then from 6, that's the end of the celebrating phase. How many times have you been somewhere about 4.30 and everybody looks like, I'm not helping them, you better help them because I'm ready to go. Your mind is already talking about getting off. And when is happy hour? It's at 5 o'clock all around the world. I want you to get off work and go in and get you a beer or get you a drink or something and just relax and just get happy and celebrate that the day is over. Have you ever heard, have you ever heard thank God it's Friday? What do you say if you get off work at 5 o'clock on Fridays and it's 4.30? Thank God it's Friday. You're walking out the door hitting the clock at 5.05. Thank God it's Friday. You get off a little early on Friday. Thank God it's Friday. That's the using phase you're ready to celebrate. Well, we use these phases during the day to celebrate our own accomplishments. And then whatever you celebrate it from 3 to 6, now when 6 p.m. comes back, what is my plan for the next day? This is the next natural order and sequence. This system is also used every month by hundreds of clients. Now, over the last six years, thousands of clients have used this system with me in a program that I have called Moon Magic 28. Moon Magic 28. Every three and a half days, we're in the planning phase. Three and a half days, we're in the planting phase. Three and a half to four days, we're in the clearing phase, gathering phase, so on and so forth. And these days change every month because they only it only last 28 to 29 days. So you have the calendar day doesn't match up with the with the lunar calendar. The lunar calendar goes through 13 cycles of 28 days, whereas you only have 12 months of 30, 31s, and this year we had a 29-day February. As an astrologer, I've learned that these eight phases give me certain energy to get certain things done. That's that middle box in the middle, those two monthly goals at 5,000 feet. If you go to the website moonmagic28.info. Don't go right now, but I want you just to write it down, moonmagic28.info. And there's a video on that page, and it explains the monthly goals and the monthly cycles of the moon that we use in order to achieve two personal goals every month. Now, what if you achieve two goals every month, 12 months? That would be 24 goals external. I want to ask you a question in the last six months. Have you got six internal, six external goals accomplished? 
you have It is not a secret. Success is a system. Success is not a secret. Success is a system. When you have a system, then it breeds success. Some people like the art of war. I like 48 laws of power. I like the art of war, too. I like using my system of astrology. When I used to work on a job, I used to like working uh, 40 hours and then getting paid a check. I like the system of taking a, of having direct deposit. I like su- successful systems. To me, this is the root of how I'm so successful, of how I'm able to stay on track for my map. Moon Magic 28. There's a book called Magic. I think Magic. Um, and she built her, she, she wrote this book, the same lady who wrote The Secret. She wrote The Magic around a 28-day cycle. But she didn't mention the moon. And she doesn't tell you when to start. But it's still a very good book. The sister who was in The Secret her name escapes me now. She has she had a program, a 28-day program as well. Very successful people all over the world have incorporated the 28-day cycle. The Native Americans used to talk about many moons ago. All food that you have eaten today, yesterday, in your entire life has been grown off the cycles of the moon. It's important to find a system. Another thing is I want to emphasize is it's important to find a coach, a teacher, a guru. Recently I was in someone's company and they said, I don't want a teacher. Can I just make it by just wandering around and let it reveal itself to me? It does not work like that. There are no legendary superheroes or super teachers who didn't have teachers. Your Ivan Van Sertimas, your Imhoteps, your anybody who you, Steve Jobs, Bill Gates, Mansa Musa, they all had teachers. Whether they were being taught by the gods or whether they were being taught by another individual, Henry Ford, Andrew Carnegie, Napoleon Hill, Coach Kair, It's very important to find someone that their energy vibrates at a rate that makes you feel comfortable and they show you the success that you are striving for. Not necessarily, it doesn't have to necessarily be the cars but they show you the success along the path, that they know the path. That is critical in the development. I'm not one to say, if I want a Lamborghini and you have to have a Lamborghini to show me how to get one. I don't believe that. 
because I know about blind spots. Everybody write down the word blind spots. Your teacher's going to help you be your, your eyes and ears when you can't see things. I love my coaches. I love my teachers. I would be nothing without them. <laughs> Zero. That's where the humility comes in to know that I needed a teacher because out here by myself in this wilderness, it's really dangerous, super dangerous. So finding someone who has a sense of humor, humility, lets you still be an individual and think for yourself, doesn't like say there are taboo subjects. We can't talk about this. We only can talk about that. Someone that you can have genuine access to. Someone who wants you to be you, authentically you. I want everyone to take what they're getting from me to better themselves. I have a client. He's a personal trainer in Nottingham, England, and he says, you but better. You but better. That's what real coaches or real personal trainers are here, to get you to you, but better. A real teacher doesn't tell you that you can only be loyal to me. You need to be loyal to the practice. But if someone says, I got, you have to prove your loyalty to me or to this system, and it violates your own personal ethics, leave that alone. If you feel there's some hidden agendas, leave that alone. If you feel that you're on an assembly line type of teacher, be careful of that. If you're not treated as an individual, but everybody's treated the same, no matter what, their differences, no, you need attention. And Your teacher should also have the wisdom and knowledge that you're looking for and that they also should be walking their own talk. If they're not using a system that they're teaching, then why are you following it? I love studying with Mitchell, uh, Master Mitchell Gibson because he tests it before he brings it out. I love studying with Dr. Maxwell Nardi because he tests it before he brings it out. Just like most drugs on the market, they have to be that they, they spend millions of dollars in testing them before they bring them out. Same thing on these paths. Find someone who's tested it that you can trust. The lines are open, gentlemen, six seven two oh three five three oh one. Call in if you got any comments, questions, feedback. I love to hear from someone. Give me some questions. I want to hear. Has this been helpful so far? Just press one. I'll open your lines up and we can start some dialogue. I don't like to. I'm very interactive. So I'd like to know how this information is resting with you and how you're doing. And do you have any questions? Because you got access right now. So um, I want to talk to you. Caller from the three three zero four seven five. Your mic is wide. Can I get your name? 
calling from, please? My name is Eric, and I am calling in from Columbus, Ohio right now. What's going on, Eric, in Columbus? How you feeling, brother? Good, good. Like, I need a little bit of water right now, but other than that, good. How about you, man? <laughs> I'm good, too. I got some water sitting right I was coughing a lot at the beginning, but I guess after I got warmed up, everything worked out. Yeah. Um, well, firstly, I guess I want to say that the I, to this point, have found um, the experience listening to you. I'm not going to necessarily – I'm just going to talk about that. Uh, to be um, something that I think I'm, – I'm finding certain things that I would not have found without it, if that makes sense. I hope you take that as a compliment because that's how I mean it. Um, and I, I guess I should say thank you for that, firstly. Um, and this type of transparency, like everything, a big thing you're talking about teachers is that, like, you you say from jump, like, this is what I use. This is, like, how I do it, basically. So for someone to look and be like, uh, no, I don't, I don't think I want to be involved in, you know, trying to advance myself or not necessarily, um, just that, but like the point I'm trying to make is you use what you say you use, you do what you say you do. And I appreciate that. That's something that people should look for. <laughs> Thank you, big brother. I appreciate you for noticing. Absolutely. Like to to me, that's the, that's the, that's the biggest part of, in, of the integrity because Mm-hmm. Not, I mean, it's integrity and it's my reputation and my karma too. My personal karma as a teacher. These, you know, my my spirit guides are watching me. I don't shoplift no more. I haven't cursed in about two weeks. I, I, I like slipped up the other day, just like one of the words. But you know, like I'm doing this, you know, to keep myself in integrity because I want to be sure when somebody asks me about something. And I'm already practicing it, so I don't have to pull out my notebook and be like, hold on for a second, let me go to the internet and pull such and such up. Sometimes I do now. I may have some notes around. I practice it. Some people say, well, how long have you been studying, Kair? That's the wrong question. It's how long have I been practicing? How long have mm-hmm. I been practicing this? I've been Now, I've been practicing this, I think, for real, for real. I think immediately when I get it. I've done a whole bunch of studying, maybe like in the 90s and in the early 2000s, but applying it. I think when I learned in 2001 from Grandmaster Sanyata Saraswati, it was all about application. Because he said, if you just think about it all the time and study, you're top-heavy. And there's a lot of top-heavy people in the quote-unquote conscious community. They can quote a lot of things to you, and they have read books, but when they ask, when you ask them questions, they kind of regurgitate things from books, but they don't have any practical applications to it. Like in the astrology, when somebody asks me something and I say, ooh, blah, 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 moon's in Capricorn, or Venus is in Gemini, or something, something, you're a Virgo rising, or yada, yada, yada. Practice and experimentation and getting feedback from people. So, um, and that's also what I look for in a person is transparency. You know, if you're hiding something and I can't see something, I don't have to be all up in your business either. You know what I'm saying? 
So I don't like come out and just be like, well, how many people did you have sex with before you got married to that person? That's none of my business. Right. You know, right. but, but when somebody comes talking about their life path and where they came from and then, um, and then where it moves to, then yeah, I want, some, I want transparency. So I definitely appreciate you for, uh, for noticing that. Yes. Um, Another thing that I just thought of as you were speaking, um, as a teacher who has had great teachers and I would think is looking to make great teachers, could you just give me, um, at least give us, I should say, a story uh, when outside of, of course, your recent one, which we know about, if you want to tell that story, that's totally fine with Dr. Gibson, but where you were like completely shifted by something a teacher said. <laughs> in 1990, maybe 97, something like that, I had a teacher named Abby Ilias. And Abby Ilias had, was, was at Rosicrucian, Freemason, Order of Melchizedek. He ran a bookstore. He was just like, and he, he, he knew all about the Moors. He was like my first astrology teacher, even though I wasn't really trying to learn numerology and all that. And this was like when I was early on the path too. He looked at me one day. We rode all the way to, um, we rode all the way to Tampere together. And I got out the car, and he looked. He leaned on the car. You know how like if you get out, I got out the passenger side. He got out the, he got out the. Um, and he leaned across the car and looked at me across the top of his burgundy Cadillac. And he said, you need to learn to shut the fuck up and listen. Man, listen. Because for, for a split second, I was like, who, is, who are you to talk to me like that? But then the next, the next instant was, for 10 seconds, imagine, Kyrie, that he's telling the truth. That you talk more than you listen. And he didn't just be like, be quiet. He was like, shut the fuck up. Excuse my profanity. But those were right. direct words. Sometimes you got to learn to shut the fuck up. And I was like, wow. He, he said, learn to, learn to shut the F up. That shifted me so big, you know, because I noticed what, what I picked up from that was one thing I noticed about you. It helped me ask more intelligent questions that were relevant to what I needed. Because I would be asking a lot of show-offs. I would ask a question just so people could hear me ask a deep question. So then I could get something far out so I could come back and impress somebody. And maybe do somebody or bend somebody's will into what I want to get out of them. But I wasn't asking questions genuinely for me becomes conscious, you need to ask a teacher a question about you. Do not waste a teacher's time asking, show off, learn to shut the F up. You know? Because you'll you'll hear the teacher speaking to somebody else and be like, wow. Listen to the energy that he's doing. There was another there was another instance where 
It was about 600 people outside, and it started raining. And he was like, think the rain away, and it'll stop raining. And then it stopped raining. We thought, start thinking, I guess start thinking the rain went away. And then it started raining again. And he said, come on, man, y'all not focusing, y'all not focusing. So taking the, but the rain kept coming, and people started taking the children into the, there was a big shed over to the, to the left. And so taking their children over there, you know, women who just got their hair done, they were going over there, but you could still listen. And it was a baby in the front crying. There was a little baby in a carriage was crying. And the mother pulled the stroller thing up, right? And the rain started coming down heavier and heavier. And at, at this time, I'm just like crazy vigilant. I was like, man, I'm going to take the rain. I came all the way down from North Carolina. I'm sitting in front of all these lessons. I'm going to sit right here. I don't care how wet I get. And I'm trying to think the rain away. And the baby just started crying louder and louder and louder. And I was like, well, if this baby can sit out here and cry. But, I, but then all of a sudden, the teacher, Malachi York, he was like, fuck this. I ain't nobody's entertainment. Get that baby out of this damn rain. And stormed off the stage. I mean, like, he was dropping it on some crazy out of this world stuff. I don't know. It was just, every time he talked, it was always like, you would just get zoned in. And he just stopped and looked at the baby and said, get that baby out this rain. And he didn't stand there. He stopped teaching. He stopped teaching for the safety of that child. And showed disgust at the actions of one of his students. There's nothing wrong for a teacher to show that they're disgusted with your actions. And I was like, wow. Because I, I he probably was disgusted at all of us because none of us came and told her, yo, why don't you get the baby out of the rain? And that's the energy that I felt when he walked off the stage. Now, he wasn't talking to me. I didn't have any babies. But that was another energy that shifted my consciousness from a teacher through his actions and just watched and saw that he thought that the health and the care of this child was more important than him standing, because he was under a canopy, so he could like, you know, he was dry, but it was bigger than that, you know? And so that was another shift for me. Um, and the way that I teach now, I don't really like teaching adults, but I teach two children through adults. I give it to you all so children are looking at you. So wherever you're at in Ohio, in your band, saying your poetry, singing, translating, if some of these things are vibrating for you and the child sees you, to me, I say, yo, I get, if, if, if something I gave you is vibrating and you share it with the child, then my mission is successful. That's Amen. Me. That's me right there. Amen. You know what I'm saying? If you make more money because hey, of something I told you, I'm happy with that too. If you get in a good relationship or get out of a terrible relationship because of something I told you, I'm happy with that. But my first concern are the babies, that they don't suffer like we suffered, that they don't continue to suffer, that we give them something, a tool that they can use to evolve themselves. So that's those two, those two stories for me. Probably I got tons of them if I thought about them, but those are the ones <laughs> that just came down right there off the gate. You know. Well, thank. Oh, you. I got one more. Hold on, I got one more. I got to do this one. 
Sunyata Saraswati. Sunyata Saraswati was my Tai Chi instructor. He taught me Tantra. He taught me martial arts. And if you if you were doing the form and you weren't doing it right, he wouldn't say stop, start over. He would just say one word, back. And I remember one class, he said back so many times, I thought that was my name. Then he'd say begin, begin, back, begin. Sometimes he'd, sometimes he'd just skip saying begin and just be like again. He'll skip back, again. Again was like a combination of back, begin, <laughs> start over. He just kept saying again, back, again, back, again. But he was emphasizing the need for relaxation in the body and to get out of my head and quit thinking and do the form correctly. That was, um, that was, that was crucial. And that's the way I teach. I'm not going any further until you get this, or I'm not going to give you nothing no more advanced than what you can handle. Cause there was a lot of things after that, that he was wanted to show me, but I didn't have these foundations right, so he wouldn't let me go any further. That's a good teacher. That was a good teacher for Malachi York, Abby Ilias, Sunyata Saraswati, definitely Mitchell Gibson, Ra Aku, Sister Myra. All of my teachers who I give credit to and give honors to, if I don't like take that piece, they don't push me to go forward and go faster, you know, because of their ego. So I don't have an ego about how fast you learn. I have some people who's taking my astrology course, the Keep It Simple Astrology course, and they still in the second week. They're like, oh, I feel like I'm behind. You're not behind. You're going at the pace that you need to go so you understand it. This is for the rest of your life. You ain't going to never learn everything there is to learn about astrology, <laughs> ever. I'm just giving you something that can really help you get your foundation right. And you can stunt a little bit, too. You know, you can stun a little bit as well and help some people. But there's always going to be some more to learn, man. There's no end to perfection. I want everybody to write that down. There is no end to perfection. I don't know. Somebody may be thinking that. I know I thought that at a recent workshop. I, well, I used to think it, but I don't think it now. But somebody asked that question at a recent workshop I was at. And there is no end to perfection. There is no, well, how long does it take? It really doesn't matter how long it took for somebody to get somewhere. Is how much work are you going to put in to get where you need to go? Does that make sense, Eric? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Thank you. Absolutely. I feel like I needed to hear that. Can you just say that last thing you said just once more? There is there no, is no end to perfection. There is no end to perfection. The only thing that matters is how much work are you going to put in. In the journey of perfection. The journeys was perfect. Because that's the whole thing. When they say perfection is the enemy of success. Because uh, you make sure it's perfect, but you ain't going to never, but you never start it because you're like, oh, it's not finished yet. I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to do this. I got to do that. And then you never offer, you never give it your best shot because in your mind it's not good enough. It's not perfect. It's got to be this way. I'm thinking about what somebody else is going to say. That's another thing in your flight plan. That's why I wrote fountains around the flight plan. Because you're supposed to seek out the fountains. Seek out people who water your dreams. Seeds. I'm a gardener. I'm a farmer. All I do is just help with more sunshine, 
more fertilizer. I'm not here to be a drain. I really can't do too much about your own weeds either because you got to pull your own weeds in your own garden. You got to pull your own weeds in your own garden because if somebody else pulls them, then you think that person's always going to pull your own, pull your weeds. You study in consciousness. If you want a flight plan, you better pull your own weeds, stay away from the drains, and seek the fountains. Stay away from the drains. Seek the fountains. Who's gonna Who's gonna nurture your three year vision, Eric? Who's gonna nurture your twelve month goals? Who's gonna nurture your ninety day projects? Be very careful, Eric, and everybody listening to this. Be very careful about who you surround yourself with. I always call that part optimizing your environment. You have to optimize your environment. You may have to cut some heads to get some people away from you, whatever it takes. Protect your joy and protect your environment. Was that helpful? Absolutely. I'm I'm just writing. I'm just listening. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to learn the lesson that you just told me to learn. It comes through practice, brother. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's, it's all right to ask. You know, it's all right to ask questions. But I mean, as long as we've been working together, I've never heard you ask like showboat questions or show off. You always ask authentic questions from the heart. That's what I'm looking for. Anybody else? We got people on the line. If y'all want to come in and ask some questions tonight, just press one. The line's open. I know a couple of y'all are another program that I was on um, Tuesday night. And y'all got me on the line, and I don't know y'all just listening, but if you don't press one, you know, I ain't going to just bring you in. I definitely would like to have some more feedback from some other people, but you know, tonight I just, you know, I felt like giving. Um, I will be doing more shows like this. There will be some music sh- um, shows that will just be featuring music where we have listening parties. Um, I'm working on having a comedy show. I'm going to be working on having a show that deals strictly with commerce, e-commerce, Brick and mortar commerce, because I strongly believe that yes. we need we need more money to achieve God's work. So, yes. um, it's um, basically I'm back, man, on Blog Talk. Um, I know that you and I talked about doing a show about breaking down the metaphysics of the Bible. I'm that's mm-hmm. really getting ready to be popped off. That's going to be on the Blab. <laughs> that's going to be on the Blog Talk Radio. So it's just getting ready to be a super adventure. And, like, it's already mm-hmm. started. It's already started. Blab is be... blowing up right now, too. I'm sorry. You said Blab is blowing up right now? Yeah, Blab is blowing up right now. You mean tonight <laughs> so, or just in general? No, just in general. It's it's starting to become a legit, like, social media. There are people who are talking about it is what I'm saying. There are important people who are starting to appear on it. People, well-known people, I say, not necessarily important. But well-known people are starting to get on there. Is all I'm gonna say. So blab dot i m forward slash here, baby. That's all I can tell you. Forward slash Coach Kyer. B l a b dot i m forward slash Coach Kyer. It's real serious out here. Things are growing. Yeah, very fast. Yes, the ground is very fertile. 
But if you sit back, and that's the other thing too on this on this on this path of consciousness. Forty-eight laws of power enter into action with boldness. Woo! That lesson is real serious. Let me see. Can I grab my? Let me see. Can I just Google it so I can read it to people right now? I think that's um, enter action with boldness. Forty-eight laws of power. That's law number twenty-eight. of action attempt your doubt and hesitations will infect your execution. Timidity is dangerous. Better to enter boldness. Any mistakes you commit through audacity are easily corrected with more audacity. Everyone admires the bold. No one honors the timid. If you're not ready for consciousness, you're not ready to like really move into it, then don't do it. Stick with what you're doing. But you're going to need an air of confidence. You're gonna need some. You're gonna need some balls, you know. It's not for the weak, you know. Um, when you hesitate, you put obstacles in your past path. But when you're bold, you eliminate these. Simple. Right. But when you hesitate, I give somebody else the option. Look at just like a fighter. Sometimes when he hesitates. You know, he was waiting on that one shot, and the other person just boxed him the whole round. Somebody tried to knock Floyd Mayweather out with one punch. He's just going to outpoint you the whole fight. Next thing you know, you done lost 10 rounds to two. Yeah. Going halfway sure. with a half, going halfway with a half a heart digs a deeper grave. Going halfway with half a heart digs a deeper grave. Mm-mm-mm. How do they catch? How do people catch the the hunted or the prey? They chase it, and then the the prey runs, and then it runs into another trap. They flush it out. The dog flushes the bird out of the brush, and the hunter shoots it with the shotgun. Boldness destroys those gaps of the moves and the energy. This leaves no others, there's no space or doubt or worry. Time for reflection. That's what Jay-Z meant when he said you got to learn to live with regret. Move with boldness. Move with boldness. I'm glad I had an opportunity to um, deliver this tonight. Um, I want to let people know that there's a certain time of the month that you can sign up for Moon Magic 28 because each phase lasts three and a half to four days. This month, you can sign up all the way until March the 5th. So that's tonight, tomorrow, and Saturday. If you desire to enter into a program that will basically help you develop this flight plan, help you develop your internal goals, help you develop your external goals, help you achieve them, then Moon Magic 28, I highly suggest it. If you are on the website, 
moonmagic28.info. There's a tab that you can click that says download the course curriculum. Please download it. What well, says Moon Magic 28 syllabus? Then there's a button right up under that says download the file. Also, for those of you who have stayed this far into the broadcast, I want to tell you that there's a free hundred dollars for you. If you go on the website and it says, here's that $100, I have a free gift for you, coachkair.com. Or you can go to moonmagic.info and look up at the top of the page and it says, here's that $100. That's a free gift for everyone who has stayed. Also, when you go to coachkair.com, you're also going to get, if you leave your email address and your name, you're going to get some recordings from one of my teachers, Grandmaster Sanyata Saraswati, speaking on Tantra. A lot of people are talking about the science of Tantra, and Tantra is like consciousness on steroids. It's not for babies. If you're just entering into the path of consciousness and you say, oh, I just want to jump right to Tantra, I'm not so sure. You have to be spiritually mature to be on the path of Tantra. And when you leave your email address, you're going to get four recordings of Master, Grandmaster Sanyata Saraswati speaking with three recordings of him actually speaking and one recording of someone reading his works from the Jewel and the Lotus. So please visit CoachKair.com, K-H-A-Y-R. Get your free audios. I'll probably be changing those up next week because I want to start giving away the Prosperity uh, seat, a, a Prosperity mixtape. But Every time, every week, I'm going to have something new that I want to share here on Blog Talk Radio as my appreciation. Now, also, if you drew your picture tonight, and I want you to email it to me, and we're going to set up a 15-minute consultation on the house with Coach Kair. Told you if you drew the picture and you send me an email, Hello at Coach Kair. Hello at CoachKair.com. Or if you're on the Coach Kair site, let me see. At the beginning, can. Oh, at the bottom, there's a form at the bottom on the first page. I think it says leave a note for Coach. There's a place where. Put your phone number, leave your email, and I will be in contact with you. Leave it up You're breaking up a little bit there, Coach. I don't know if you knew that. You were breaking up just a little bit. Okay. Go to Coach Kai. I think it's happening again. If you're on Facebook and with friends, you can put it in my inbox. And we'll set up 15 to take.
but that's only if you sent, sent and then you can't you can't have like drawn a um <laughs> you can't just have the box written in you gotta have something and it's gotta be before Friday night. You got twenty four hours. I don't know if I want to put a time limit on it. I think if I see someone who is dedicated enough to do that, because somebody may listen to this podcast next year and do and, and see it. If you fill it out, send it to Coach Kai, um hello at coachkayer.com, get a fifteen minute conversation based on what we wrote down, what we saw, maybe a couple other things. I'm always picking up the normal ask you for your birthday, sure. All right, E, I appreciate you for calling in, big brother. We're getting ready to close it down tonight. Thank yeah, you man. so Thank much. You. Oh, absolutely. I just wanted to review. I'm sorry. Just real quick. Oh, go ahead. The, to be able to turn in the assignment to get the 15-minute consultation, it should be um, an, an email of, like, the image. Like, could I send you, like, a picture of my notebook, right? Exactly. And it has to be what I'm actually going to put in those places, not just like the formula. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's no good. You drew the formula. If you draw the formula and just send it to me, I'm gonna drop. I'm gonna just send you a note back and be like, that looks nice. Now, <laughs> if you send it to me, if you send it to me and you want it to be corrected, you know what I'm saying? Because I want sure, then I'll then I'll draw one and send it back. Okay. But if somebody if somebody just draws thing in there, like if you don't have how much money you want in three years or how much you're meditating or where you're staying at or what kind of vacation, what kind of relationship, if you don't have none of that stuff filled in, then no, you don't get a 15-minute consultation. Absolutely, brother. I appreciate you for um, staying on with me tonight, big brother. Thank you. Thank you, man. All right, all right, all right. Um, I definitely want to thank everyone tonight who called in to listen, who listened in on the recording. Um, I'm going to take it out with one of my favorites, Reverend Ike. This is this is on the mixtape. Boy, somebody done shot me an email already. Bam. Okay. And I want to – what's up, Tyrone? All right, I see you. I see you. I'm gonna review Tyrone's. I'm gonna look at Tyrone's right now. Oh my goodness! No, this guy's not playing at all. <laughs> Yo, I'm impressed, bro. You might be getting. A, I'm. A, I think I'm gonna make me a plate, eat real quick. I'm gonna feed my ancestors and eat me a snack and call you right after that if that's okay, because um. I'm impressed. That happened pretty fast right there. And that's what I'm looking for. A lot of people say, well, coach, maybe you're, you know, you're too deep for some people or something, 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 man. I don't believe that I'm too deep for somebody. I believe that I'm talking, everybody's subconscious mind understand what I'm saying at some point and can receive it. I'm talking to your DNA. That might be my next show. I'm talking to your DNA. Let me talk to your DNA. Your DNA understands what I'm talking about. I appreciate everybody from the 706 to 305 to 504 
the 330, everybody that called in, listening online, listening through the uh, via the chat. Thanks to all the guests. Thank you, Goddess Mish. Thank you, Heal Mobile. Appreciate all of you for tuning in to Zoom, in. Um, anything y'all need, man, just reach out. Don't forget, moonmagic28.com if you're interested in getting down with a program that is going to show you how to get control of your great power of your mind. It's going to show you how to manifest in your life, relationships, spiritual, consciousness, astrology, anything you, you know you want to get a glimpse at. This program encompasses it. Lots of tools, just tons of tools. If you're interested, please go by the site. If you have any questions, you can also fill out the form on the Moon Magic page, and I will definitely get back to you as soon as possible. Don't hang up, though, because I'm about to shoot this, shoot this really, 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 really. I want y'all to hear, you know, one of my teachers also, Reverend Ike, what he has to say about money. All right? So thank you all. I definitely will be tuning back in next Thursday, and I'm uh, also sure that I'll be having a show probably next Tuesday at 9 as well. So I think I'm, I like 9 o'clock. So I think right now I'm going to do Tuesdays and Thursdays, but I'm also got some shows coming up on Wednesday. I got a lot of special guests coming in that are going to be coming coming and bringing more champagne to the campaign. It's going to be, you know, this is going to be off the hook. Also, we're going to be having a hip-hop economics. So I'm big on the money side. I'm big on just everybody prospering and growing, but I'm not about suffering whatsoever. All right? None whatsoever. You don't have to suffer. It's a choice. All right? I'm taking y'all out right now. It's the G, Reverend Ike. I'm a holla. Because it has to do here, it applies here with the second commandment of money that tells us that money hath is, and if you say the wrong thing about money, money will flee from thee. 99.9% of the people talk money away from that on the screen so that we can get rid of all self-conflict. The absolute truth of the matter is that you are really your only enemy. You are even your own devil.
over the air. Oh, no. <laughs> you see, what? The devil is not a separate entity. Why? Because I am God and there is no other. The devil is the belief that there is an other. The devil is self-conflict. That's another way to define it.
that there is only one power. So the devil is not an entity, I am other. I am God. How many others are there? What did the divine principle say? I am God, and beside me there is no other. And the one thing that kept getting the children of Israel into trouble all through the wilderness is the fact that they would go after other gods. And you'd be surprised how many gods that religious folks have. Christians. Why, a lot of Christians have more regard for what they call the devil. Satan's on my track, and he's trying to turn me back. I gotta make this journey somehow. I'll watch it now. I'm going to say something else and I'll get back to the money. Preachers, watch how you fight the devil. When you fight the devil, you ignite the devil. When you fight the devil, you give him your power. And then it comes back at you and you think it's an other, but it's not an other. It's your power that you put out there with your belief but you don't recognize it when it comes back at you again mostly people don't realize when their thoughts become things and they think that their thoughts are something else but like the old spiritual said it's me it's me it's me oh lord 